Welcome. You've joined the Sexy Lifestyle with Carol and David. Our show is here to help you achieve better, better love, better sex, and a better, more intimate relationship. Are you ready? Take notes and send us your questions. This is the Sexy Lifestyle. Now, here are your hosts, Carol and David. Hi, everyone. I'm Carol. And I'm David. Are you ready to spice up your sex life and live happy, healthy, and always horny? Well, you've come to the right place because that's what the sexy lifestyle's all about. David and I are passionate about making your sex life the best it can be. We sure are. And you know we love talking about sex and sexuality, sexual pleasure, communication, and of course relationships, and hope our discussions open up your dialogue about great sex because great sex matters and you deserve it. So are you curious about the swinging lifestyle? Wondering how couples get into the lifestyle and share their partners with other couples for sex? Perhaps you have a similar fantasy and want to hear more of those juicy details. We have an amazing show for you today with real swinger couples who are also close friends of ours. During the STC Caribbean Dreams cruise, we asked them to share their intimate and personal stories about how and why they got into the swinging lifestyle and how it made their relationships stronger. Yeah, and we're also going to hear the awesome sex that they had with us the interviews are absolutely amazing but before we get into these interviews we got a shout out to Paisla and Matt from Newsdog Media they're reporters in England in the UK and they wrote an article about us which got published in four newspapers this week so if you want to find out more go to the sexylifestyle.com press page to find out about all the links these articles are in some of the newspapers in UK like the mirror the sun the Daily Mail, and the Daily Star. And one of the headlines reads this, the ma- a married couple who became swingers after their exes ran off together say it's the best thing that ever happened to them. And you know, um, if you've been listening to our show since we've been on the air um, over a year, that we do have a very particular story because our exes are married to each other. Yep, Carol's ex-husband is married to my ex-wife. And if you read these articles, it really gets into the intimate details of how our exes dumped us on the same day and how uh, the day we were dumped was actually the best day of our lives looking back on it now. The articles talk about our relationship, how our exes dumped us so they could be together and how Carol and I found the swinging lifestyle together while on vacation in Cancun. So to find out more, go to our website to see the video and the full article. This is The Sexy Lifestyle. We are Carol and David. So now stay tuned, and right after this short break, we'll be right back with the interviews from all these sexy real swingers that we spoke to while we're on the STC Caribbean Dreams Cruise. So stay right there. We'll be right back. You are listening to The Sexy Lifestyle with Carol and David. Got a burning question or comment about today's show? Send an email to ask at carolanddavid.com and we just might be answering your question next. Now back to this week's show. This is The Sexy Lifestyle. We are Carol and David and boy do we have a great show for you today. This is our first anniversary show. Last year, January 12th, we started. Now, a year later, we're heard in 60 countries by over 160,000 people. And we have a great show for you today. We are going to be interviewing a whole bunch of our swinger friends who we've known for 
years and who have become really good friends of ours. So we're so excited on our first anniversary show to have Heather and Jim, who were actually the first people who introduced us into the swinging lifestyle about 10 years ago at Temptation. Heather and Jim, welcome to the Sexy Lifestyle. Well, thank you, David and Carol. We appreciate that. Uh, Heather and I are so f happy to be here. We're having a blast. We're partying with all these people on the ship, and we're enjoying all the sexiness that's going on. So thank you very much for having us with you on your show. So, Heather, why don't you tell us a little bit about how you guys got together, how long you've been together, and a little bit of background about yourselves. Well, Jim and I met when we were all of 17 years old, and we started dating at 18. We were engaged at 19 and married at 21. And we have just celebrated our 32nd wedding anniversary wow. this summer. So it's been an awesome ride and I can't wait to keep it going. Congratulations to that. So I know you guys are in the lifestyle and we want to know a little bit about how you describe the type of lifestyle that you're in. What does it mean to you? Uh, for us, it's more about meeting great people and having a fun time. Uh, we are a full swap couple. We enjoy using lifestyle as an opportunity to travel, and we figured out that traveling to vanilla resorts is just not what we're looking for anymore. We much prefer those types of environments where people have a great attitude, don't care, they just want to have fun, and it's not about banging each other all day, it's about just enjoying life and pretending you're kids again. So why don't you tell us a little bit about how you got into the lifestyle, who discovered it, and how it has evolved since then? Well. It started when I headed off to school and I, back to university or college, I should say, and we started attending pubs and going out to bars with my much younger classmates. And they always wanted me to bring my husband along. They were all single, but they wanted a protector. Hot. So <laughs> he was, at the end of the night, after the girls had teased all these young boys to death and got all their drinks for free, He'd be walking out the door with six deep on either side of him, and he thought that was pretty cool. But Not, not the way we were playing with him at that time, just being out with the young people. Right. So on our own, we'd go out to the same bars after we'd got finished graduation, and we were just enjoying going out, dancing, and, and re, re, just reconnecting. Because as your marriage goes along and the kids grow up and they start moving out the door, you're now courting each other again because you have to refine, restart that kindle of uh, flame that, that sort of sputters a little bit when the, all you're doing is raising the children. And at that point, we would start making eye contact with other sexy couples within the, just a plain old vanilla bar. And nothing would ever happen as far as between them and us, but we would go home at the end of the night and turn out the lights and I would pretend to be her and he would pretend to be him. Now, at that and she was hot by the way. <laughs> yeah, of course. <laughs> and at that particular time in your life, in your marriage, did you know what the lifestyle was all about? No. No. And so how did you evolve and learn about the lifestyle? Did you read a book or watch a movie? Well, I mean, back then the internet was just coming out and being you know more mainstream and so you're starting to research and seeing what's available out there. But what we found is, wasn't much information at that time, and we said, let's take it to that next level. Let's go find those people that know. And we actually decided to go to a swing club at one point. Rather than going on the weekend, because we were shy and nervous, 
we said, let's go on the Wednesday night. And the only people in the swing club was ourselves and the owners of the club. And they basically proceeded to answer every question, uh, every uh, interest that we had, every fear that we had, they were able to answer it for us. So you started in with fantasy and you knew you wanted to expand from there and you had very good teachers who were the owners of the swing club and that's how you learned about it. Oh, absolutely. I mean, I, and I do want to say they're no longer in the business anymore, but Bob and Bev, for those from the, are in the Ottawa area, they're the ones that were honest enough to just tell us the way it was and let us know what to expect. So when did you actually have your first experience? How many years ago was that? Oh, geez. Uh, I think we're talking 16, 16 years. years? Yeah. yeah. And our first experience was more of my letting go of my uh, nervousness or my insecurity. I'm very much an alpha type personality guy. And back then I was, I won't say controlling, but in our relationship, insecure enough that I would not let another man look at Heather, let alone want another man to touch her. So you actually learned about this as a couple, and as you've evolved as a couple, uh, where have you gone from, and where are you today? Uh, well, we went from enjoying single guys, right? Yes, we, we went through that phase, and then started realizing that as I lost my insecurity of seeing another woman against and with my husband, and that I wasn't going to lose him. It was just enhancing our overall experience sexually. Because we do have really great, great sex, and we always have, and it sends a much more of a thrill through the, through the experience uh, and through the orgasm, if you want to put it that way. So what particular time in your marriage did you put the mirror on the ceiling and put up the <laughs> pole in your basement and hang the swing from your ceiling? Oh, all right, so the mirror thing was uh, after Hedo. I'd seen the mirrors on the ceiling there when our first trip, and I said, I got to have that. And I actually had a bed deliberately made so that I could sneak in a mirror. So the people that made the bed didn't know what it was for, but they thought we were suspending some sort of curtain up there. And, and I knew that by the measurements, I was going to be putting mirrors up there. Heather's got a great bum, so I like to enjoy the view for sure. So you guys obviously do a lot to spice up your sex life. How has this helped enhancing the strength of your couple? Well, as Heather said, we've been married like over 30 years now. And for us, we've always managed to date. We've always managed to keep the love life going. Even when we had the kids at home, we would still you know, do a Friday night date. We would still do uh, you know, a week in Algonquin College with the kids, and then another week with just us and get the in-laws to watch the kids. So sexiness was always there. Right, and we, you know, we went out and we took dance classes with each other so that we could, uh, just another date night, something to really encourage us to touch one another and it has enhanced our uh, joy and fun when we get out to the different resorts that we've gone to because you hit the dance floor and you move and you learn how to move with each other especially with salsa you gotta have the leader and, and you gotta your pole have dancing and you're an awesome yes. dancer pole dancing is was hilarious i i took pole dancing as on a dare, a dare from Jim. We heard the advertisement of a new club that had been opening up in Ottawa, and uh, they were gonna be looking for people that would come out there. And he said, oh, you won't go, because you don't know anybody, and you won't, no one else we know would go. And I said, well, you just dared me, and let's go do this. So I went through all the different levels, all the way up, 
unfortunately that club did close and then I was out for about about six seven months and then a new club opened up and uh, Ottawa Pole Fitness and I'm telling you it was awesome it was getting back into that uh, studio being able to inter interrelate with the, the young ladies of all different age groups and just it enhanced being able to go to a, the, the dance clubs and the uh, lifestyle clubs and how much better an allure than getting up and just putting that sexy look out there and, and the beckoning eyes and all the rest. So let's talk two minutes about the special relationship the four of us have because about 10, 11 years ago when we first experienced or encountered a lifestyle, we encountered you guys at Temptation in Cancun and it was uh, the last night that you were there. It was the middle of our vacation and you were our first couple that we fucked. And it was super special for us because that whole vacation was a very enlightening experience for us. We learned about the lifestyle from a couple in Amsterdam. We played with a couple of different couples. But, you know, we went right into full swap with you guys. And, you know, we went home and never turned back. So you guys have had this amazing influence on us and, and our lives. And, you know, we have a radio show now and we have everything going on in our lives, which helps promote the sexiness in the lifestyle. How did you guys at that evening, that moment, knew, know that, you know, you wanted to fuck us? And then what happened after that experience? What did you guys talk about when you left? Well, I'm going to have to apologize to your listening audience right off the bat. Because I know that it's our fault that we let you, let you loose on them now. <laughs> but I accept that responsibility. Thank uh, you, Jim. <laughs> you know what? It, it, it wasn't planned. It wasn't forecasted. It wasn't like we're hanging around a resort stalking new people. We're looking for f people that were like-minded. We're looking for people that you can hang around with at the pool or supper and just have great free conversations. And you guys were already there with regards to being free. You know, you're already open-minded. You already knew what you wanted in, in life. And it's like by stepping through that door with us, you took it to that next level and you obviously were ready for it. We all felt comfortable. We all had a, a mutual attraction. You know that that has to be the main, one of the main things. That there has to be, and that makes it hard. But you've got to have that four-way attraction. And and you guys took us under your wing, and you taught us a lot more after that. And we've been like very, very good friends and close friends for many years since. Yes. And that's that's what you want. You want something where once we've met you, we want to be able to reconnect over and over again. And I don't know how many times are passed as cross on various trips, ships, uh, you know, resorts, you name it. We've been crossing paths all along. We've been to your birthday party in Montreal, you know. So you meet great friends, and that's what we've made as connections with other folks as well. You, you, you end up meeting folks on the ship here, and you'll cross paths all over again. You, know, you, guys, you guys, like us, are in the lifestyle, not for the sex. You're in it for the friendships, for the people. And we talk about it all the time, that the lifestyle, sure you have sex with other people, but you meet the most amazing, genuine friends that, like you said, you keep crossing, crossing paths wherever you go. We've seen you guys at Desire. We've been there for New Year's Eve. We've been to Fran and Wayne's in Ottawa. We've seen you in Montreal. Now we're on the cruise together. And it's like, we might not see you for a year, but it's like we just saw you yesterday. Exactly. To be able to not see someone for not just six months, years, actual years, 
we just recently were in Las Vegas at Easter time and we had uh, connected and reached out to friends of ours from out west and we've been trying for years to try to get into the same place on the same area and we just told them where we were going to be and when and could they maybe join us and when they phoned and surprised us that they were arriving the next day oh my goodness we had a blast and it was like we had never been apart because that connection is there uh, both it's genuine it's genuine yes you look at each other and the, and it's your tears come to your eyes and you your your heart swells and you really are uh, a, a true friendship has has developed and although we actually live close to each other one of the benefits of being in the lifestyle is having friends all over the world and how many times have you traveled around the world and met up with lifestylers where your travels took you exactly. all around the world you know I've got a standing invite in Florida I've got a standing invite in Austria I've got a standing invite in Australia we met a couple on this cruise who can't wait for us to come to the UK so it's, it's and same thing the invite is mutual uh, anybody that we've ever met out there, you're invited to our house and you know that. So uh, you, you meet these people and you want to connect with them because it is a special connection. And it's not about how good they were in bed, although they are. It, it's, it's, it's about how, how fun they were to hang out with all day at the pool, how sexy they made you feel uh, throughout the day. So after all your experiences, and there's lots of newbie couples in this world who want to just step over that boundary a little bit, what kind of advice would you impart on somebody who wants to start into the lifestyle but they don't really know where to begin? I think the biggest tendency for a newbie couple, because it was for us, is to become a wallflower. You'll dare to go to, an, you'll, you'll dare to, go to a club, you'll dare to go to an event, you'll dare to go to a function, but then you're going to sit on the outskirts and look in and the tendency is to just do that look in and what I'm gonna caution you not caution you but strongly suggest is say frigate that's not what we came here for jump in with both feet go across the floor and introduce yourself to somebody and say hey we're new here we'd like to meet and chat with you and then you might be like you two meet up with someone like us who are willing to say yeah sure come on over we'll tell you all, uh, all you need to know Thank you guys very much for being with us today and sharing your experiences in the lifestyle. And you've imparted a lot of advice on everybody listening today. So thank you so much. Our pleasure. Thanks for sharing yourselves with us. It is always our pleasure getting together with you guys. We look forward to many, many more years. And this is going to be a great show. We have a whole bunch of more of our couple friends that we've enjoyed over the years, not only sexually, but their friendship. So uh, let's remind everybody, this is The Sexy Lifestyle. We are Carol and David, and uh, we will talk to a couple of other couples coming up in a few minutes. Maximize your orgasms and just let go. The Throes of Passion Waterproof Pleasure Blanket guarantees to keep your sheets dry, no matter how wet it gets. From massage oils to lubes and beyond, we've got your bed covered. So just throw it down and get it on and get lost in your very own Throes of Passion. Then toss it aside and bask in the afterglow of great sex in warm, dry sheets. The all-new Naked Fleece provides a soft and sexy playscape, while the Stay Dry Barrier protects your bed, your couch, and even your carpet. It's machine washable, large enough to cover a king-size bed, and light enough to travel discreetly. To get your own Throes of Passion waterproof pleasure blanket, visit thesexylifestyle.com and order yours today.
That's thesexylifestyle.com. Great sex starts now. are listening to The Sexy Lifestyle with Carol and David. Got a burning question or comment about today's show? Send an email to ask at carolanddavid.com and we just might be answering your question next. Now back to this week's show. This is The Sexy Lifestyle and we are Carol and David. And we're here with some good friends of ours who we've known for at least five years. We have Aaron and Tim with us here today. Hey guys. Hey guys, how are you? Welcome and thank you for being here with us. So I know you guys are in the lifestyle, but that's not always the same for everybody. So could you please tell us what is the lifestyle for you two? Tim? The lifestyle for us is basically just who we are. We, um, okay, so we're swingers. Yeah, so we're swingers. <laughs> but we don't feel that it's something we've chosen. We feel that it's who we are. So I've always been what a lot of people would call promiscuous. And Tim has always been a very sexually charged person. And we've just um, made whatever it is that we think we are, or that we know we are, and brought it to this uh, lifestyle that we're in. And we're definitely uh, swingers. We enjoy other couples. And um, of course, there's different rules that apply to us than maybe some other swingers, but we're swingers. So you guys have been together for about six years now, correct? Seven. Seven years, and you got married at Hedo about three years ago. We did. We're almost celebrating our anniversary here in a, just about under a month. So, Congratulations. But when you first met as a couple, how did, who did brought up this fact that you want to have a more sexually open and, and uh, embrace the lifestyle type of relationship? Well, we've been friends for 15 or so years and we were best friends so when Aaron would be dating other people before we started like before we came out of the friend zone Aaron would tell me about some of her fun dates that she'd been on and I being very voyeuristic loved listening to her stories and she would did you you find her hot even though you were best friends I found her super hot not so much yeah yeah she was always very sexy still is uh, and so she would tell me about her stories and tell me about some of the things that she had done in pre- previous relationships. And I thought it was super hot and kept asking for more stories and tell me more about this and tell me more about that. Um, and but when we started dating, it didn't change. No, it still doesn't. I still love listening to the stories that happened years ago. But yeah, we'd be at like the nicest restaurant and sitting there and all of a sudden it would turn into, tell me about that time you did this. Like, really? You want to hear about that now? Yeah. And he would like want to hear the same stories over and over and over again. But those were not lifestyle stories. Those were just sexy stories. Yeah. Some, yeah, some were sexy stories. Some were lifestyle-ish stories. Yeah. In a previous relationship, I had been in a open style relationship. And it was a very unhealthy relationship to start off with. So when we added more people to the equation, it just became more unhealthy. And obviously that relationship ended. And so I was very hesitant um, when it came to Tim and I, because we had talked about it. It was just, it was just, sex was just open with us. It wasn't even, there wasn't, I don't think there's a moment where we said, okay, what about this sleeping with other people and having more people in our bedroom and involving more people in our sex life? There was never a moment that that happened. It was just always a topic of conversation. And I would ask Tim if he'd be okay with it. And he would always say yes. But I always, I didn't necessarily trust that because of my past experience. And then it was just an, ap- an absolute fluke. We were at a resort in Dominican and it wasn't a sexy resort. It was just an adult resort. 
and we I'm I say that we were pursued by this couple and with could barely speak English there was not a lot of verbal communication going on between us but there was a lot of sexual um, communication going on so as the drinks were flowing we're in the pool it's sexy environment uh, next thing you know we're in their room and we're having fun and it wasn't until the next morning that I woke up in a panic and I looked at him and I'm are we okay and he what did you say Tim I said this is the fucking greatest day of my life that's Tim's favorite line. I think it just keeps getting better and better and better. Every day, it's the greatest day of my life. Like, where else can you go and just if you want to watch people, like sexy couples getting it on and, and you know, it partake in these, you know, kind of scenes. And, and uh, it's absolutely fantastic. So how has being in the lifestyle, you, you talk about the couple you met at, in the Dominican we were with you guys at Hedo and we're going to talk about that very intimate experience we had together but every time you guys meet a couple or you have this great sexual um, interlude with other couples what do you guys talk about after when you get back to your room back to your house into the car what type of discussions do you have we know Tim every day is the best day of his life because Aaron just leads him along because Aaron was was the person who drives it in your relationship I mean most relationships the lifestyle is driven by the woman but in your relationship you know Tim was this little puppy dog that came in and Aaron was this big tiger that says you follow me and obviously it was the right mix for the two of you but how do those discussions go after you have great place experiences well, we kind of uh, feel it as though we're uh, debriefing after the first or second quarter of a football game, and like sometimes we'll whiteboard it and, and like, oh, what were they doing here? Like, uh, I heard you make some really interesting noises. Like, what was he doing or what was she doing? And so you replay the events in your heads. You talk about those kinds of things that you liked and what you didn't like. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and often what you might do differently next time. Yeah, and then uh, and th- there's that serious discussion where we go, okay, so was there anything you really liked? is the one first question and then there is was there anything that happened that you didn't like is the second question and then well every time we're with someone new it then we actually probably resemble um a couple guys after the uh, ball game and their team has won we're like high five that was awesome (laughs) that was the best did you remember when he did that that was so cool yeah is this usually directly after or is this the next day this is the car ride home usually, okay? Because we we're usually we're usually traveling to somewhere to play, and at least like forty five minutes to an hour. We so just we we don't usually play uh, play at home. So we know that you guys love to go on vacation, lifestyle vacations, and that's really where we met you at Hedonism, and we've had some wonderful times together. Tell us a little bit about your favorite types of vacations, lifestyle vacations, and what you like to do there, and why. I think I don't think we have a favorite. I think any vacation where lifestyle people are usually pretty open-minded and accepting and friendly and kind. So it doesn't matter where we are really, as long as there's sun, the food is good, the, there's a few drinks in our day, and beautiful, friendly, outgoing, sexy people. Okay, that's a little boring. Okay, let's talk about the fact that you go on these vacations to find couples to fuck. That's a good point. Well, as far as our favorite kind of sexy vacations, it isn't camping. Uh, oh, yes. We've done a... Co- I, won't, I won't go into the weeds on what kind of camping lifestyle vacations we've gone on, but we have gone on them. 
and that's not fun because you're sweaty and you're getting covered in like mosquito bites and that's not exciting so tim i'm gonna lead you a little bit here yeah i want to know the first time that we met at hito yeah okay i want you to tell everybody what you experienced what you felt and that week day by day and don't take don't take seven hours to describe it <laughs> but how that really we saw your life change the, the person you are change that first time you went to hito okay so the very first time that aaron and i were at hito the only goal that i had for the entire week so the only expectation that i had kind of like built up in my mind maybe it's because i lived a sheltered life or whatever but i had never felt fake breasts before ever in my entire life i'd seen them we watch porn you see them but I never felt what they felt like. And so that was the only thing that I had wanted to achieve throughout that vacation. That was, that was my expectation. Did you, did you meet that expectation? We did meet that How expectation. How quickly? I don't think our bags had even made it to our hotel room yet. And we were having nice drinks by the, by the pool. And, and we met a lovely couple, David and Carol. Uh, and they introduced us to some of their friends. And we'd, this had uh, come up that we'd never felt fake breasts. And... Immediately, tits came out, and everybody wanted to flash Tim. And guess what? He went around the room feeling everybody's boobs. Every different kind of fake boob there was, and it was just like that. And that was the greatest day of the vacation. And then within within hours, that was the greatest five minutes of the vacation. It got better. Yeah, the greatest five minutes of vacation, and then four or five hours from then, we were. Was it even that long? I don't even think it was. We there were was, having there was lots of firsts for Tim on that vacation, oh, and then and then oh, you thought you it started to rain, and you think oh the vacation was going to be blah. And what happened in the rainstorm? In the rainstorm, we ended up pulling some of the uh, some of the chairs by the hot tub to make a little uh, sort of a makeshift cover. And how do I not remember this? I just remember my l- pussy being licked. Your pussy was being licked, but there was like there were chairs. There were chairs. We used little chairs to make a cover. Make an awning, exactly. Make That's an awning what you did, yes. We had, I think it was a sixum by the hot tub. Like, oh, we did. But the they rain was driving sideways, so those chairs didn't really help. Yeah. They were just there. We, th- we thought we were helping, but no. There was, was just rain everywhere, but yeah. it didn't matter because we were just having a great time. Yeah, it was so sexy. There was pussies being licked everywhere, cocks being sucked. It was fantastic. And it was the best day of your life again. It was the, the best same day, day of my life again. <laughs> it just keeps getting better and better everywhere we go. So you guys actually got to experience the amazing resort of hedonism. And I guess we should shout out to Kevin and Winston and the whole amazing staff down at Hedo, Harry and Amanda. Um, you guys got married there three years ago. H- how did your wedding go? Like, how did you guys decide to get married at Hedo? Because, you know, the best day of your life was touching Carol's tits and having a threesome at the hot tub the first day you got there. Now you're back there getting married. I have to assume that again was one of the best days of your life. That indeed was one of the best days of our lives. How we decided to get married at Hedo was we were at um, a lifestyle party um, local to where we are. And Sergeant D from Vacation Parties were there. They were actually hosting the party. And I said to D, I said, Tim said, if they can find a Rastafarian priest to marry us, that he would get married at Hito. And D went, and it was kind of a joke. And D went, oh, yeah, we can do that. Sarge, they're getting married at Hito next year. (laughs) 
Oh, okay. I mean, it's not the most romantic kind of story. Like, we probably should try and work on a more romantic version of that story. <laughs> but that is exactly how it went. But it's us. And that's who we are. Like, And what about that proposal? I don't know if you want to go into every detail of proposal, but it was wonderful. We told you about that? <laughs> it was a shitty idea at the time. But <laughs> okay. He's so sweet. Come on. So, we there was never an official proposal. We planned this wedding. And it was really, like, low-key, just a wedding dress. Um, we didn't even plan the wedding until we got there the first day and, or the second day. And we went and talked to the coordinator and set up the date and all that fun stuff. But we didn't get our rings until the Wednesday before we left on Saturday. I told him if we find a set that he has to propose to me. So it was Friday night. We're getting ready. We're packing our bags. We're leaving first thing Saturday morning. And he still hadn't proposed to me yet. So I'm in the bathroom and the door is closed. And all of a sudden I hear knock, knock, knock. And he's like, what are you doing? I'm like, I'm going to the bathroom. So that's it. He disappears. He runs down the hallway. He goes. I didn't know what he was doing. but You, you he heard him running. Pitter, heard him pitter, running. Pitter, I'm pitter. like, okay, that was really weird. And then all of a sudden, he barges through the bathroom door and gets on one knee. And he proposes to me while I'm on the toilet. <laughs> <laughs> and, but one of the things that I always try and do every day uh, when we're on lifestyle stuff, when we're just around our own, our own lifestyle, is to make Erin laugh. And I try to make her laugh hysterically every day. And so it was just that was us. And she was laughing hysterically. And thankfully, she said yes. I let her finish do- doing what she was doing. <laughs> nice guy. So you guys have definitely embraced the lifestyle. Um, what are some of the things that you do as a couple that enhance your sex life? We saw you in the playroom. We see you at the pool. We've seen you at Hedo. What do you guys like as a swinger couple to do that helps your relationship, your sex life get better each time? Is it about planning the event? Are you into scheduling things? Are you? We're actually very spontaneous. No, no, no. That's not my question. Do you like it up the ass? Does he like it up the ass? What do you like, like fucking sex-wise? What do you guys like to do that keeps your your relationship sexy? You guys are hilarious. <laughs> Go for it. Uh, what do we do to keep things sexy? Fucking you to wear heels and walk around the house and let me stroke myself watching you walk around because your legs are incredible. It always works out sexy that way. I think it's well, like you like your strap-ons. You like taking uh, your strap-on kit with you when you go play. I do like my and I and I have no problem using it on men or women. Well, er, that's fun. Every and person Tim has lo- an asshole. Yeah, <laughs> and Tim loves it. You love seeing me in it. You love seeing me use it. Yeah, you love m- me using it on you. <laughs> well, I think what I like the most about it is that you're. In your daytime, you're kind of innocent. You're very, uh, you're you're still very sexy, but then you kind of have this role reversal where you, you you kind of take on a different persona when you put your strap on on and you're dominant, you like dominatrix. It, I, I get to make you my bitch. You get to make me your bitch. <laughs> it's a lot of fun. I guess I guess what I like most about this conversation is I've asked a question about what you guys like being swingers, and you keep coming back to what you guys do as a couple. Which, which is so wonderful, which is what the lifestyle is all about. You know, it's great being on vacations and being in the playroom and being in foursomes and morsoms. But the fact that you guys keep bringing it back to your couple is really what the lifestyle is all about. Swinging is about all the different people and the great environments that we go to. But really, it's about how every experience makes your couple stronger. And, the, and what you guys are describing, you embrace the lifestyle and your couple is stronger for it. 
Well, like we said earlier, we're each other's best friends. And for us, even before we were in the lifestyle, hanging around the local shopping mall, watching people while we're having supper is fa- like, we really enjoy sitting, having a coffee and just watching people watch them walk by. And then so being in the lifestyle, being on a sexy vacation, like, uh, you know, this couple's cruise with SDC is, is fantastic because there's uh, phenomenal people watching. We see all these couples who are really enjoying each other's company or enjoying their best friend's wives company and uh, then they have got this sexy playroom where we can go upstairs and it's like free porn and live porn porn. interactive porn even and we don't ever have an agenda so we don't ever go okay you know what that couple let's get them in bed tonight if it happens it happens and worst case scenario which is the best like in the end of the at the end of the day is our best case scenario is we get to go and we can either be voyeuristic we can be um, exhibitionist exhibitionist which i think we are probably often exhibitionists regardless of whether it's Mm -hmm. just the two of us we can be soft swap we can be like whatever happens in that moment is what happens so if you guys had an opportunity to talk to a newbie couple and give them some advice um, how to stay sexy, how to keep it strong, how to be a good, strong couple together and love each other. What advice would you give them? Communicate, communicate, communicate. Like, don't ever be afraid to say what you want, what's on your mind, what you don't like. Because um, just holding back one little piece of information could be detrimental. Like, just always... Open like, up that dialogue. Yeah, and don't be afraid to piss off your partner because you might. And then you realize that's something that pisses off your partner and you move on. Yeah, we've, uh, we've learned those kind of things where you sometimes will say something that, that upsets the other person. And thankfully, we don't, uh, the two of us, we don't usually run into that situation because we're both very open-minded. So, you know, you'll, you'll share to me that you really don't like it when somebody fingers you too hard, but you like to squirt. So they can do those things, and, but be gentle about it. Now everyone knows, don't finger me too hard. (laughs) Don't be too rough. Be rough, but just rough enough. If Aaron puts a foot in your face, it's probably because you're going too hard. Well, that's your job, Tim, is to keep her safe in those environments. So you know your wife very well. You're standing up for her and you're making sure that her needs are met. And that's the most important thing. Absolutely. I don't know. You, I think Aaron stands up for Tim and makes sure his needs are met as well. You're absolutely right. We've actually... communicated this story a couple times this week where we've been in a situation where we've met a couple at a party and we in retrospect we should have uh, known that the girl wasn't really into it but we ended up going back to the playroom and the girl was not into it at all and so the husband and I are having a great time the girl meh she was more interested in what was going on like like talking to her friends in the playroom and my husband's going down on her and I actually felt very defensive because I'm like listen and I didn't say anything we just because you there's no nothing productive about uh, creating a confrontation in those situations you move forward you learn you don't do it again so and it might and be still whatever you take things with a grain of salt but um, in the moment in, in like how I felt was my husband is going down on you and he's really good at what he's doing so what is your problem like I was I was it was hard for me to enjoy the situation I was in because he was in the situation he was in. And it, it was like, it was a really, really bizarre situation because the dynamic had changed from the time we had been chatting with the couple upstairs to the time we'd gone downstairs. Like, everybody was And that can happen, you know? It is a fluid environment and yeah. it can happen and uh, it didn't work out as good as you wanted to, but that's okay. Like you said, yeah. you learn from it and you moved on. Yeah. 
Exactly. Super. So guys, um, it's so great that we're here on vacation together. You know, we, we value your friendship. You guys have been in the lifestyle. We've been on that journey together. And it's very cool that you're here helping us celebrate our first anniversary show. A year ago, uh, January 12th, 2017, we had our first show with very few listeners. Now we're heard in 60 countries by 160,000 people. And the, the people that we've met over the years, the journey is really what's in it for us. And I think you guys agree that you know over the five or six or seven years that you've been out traveling and doing stuff the quality and the friends that you've made is really what keeps you into going on the vacations and meeting the people and it's really not about the sex you're absolutely right it isn't always about the sex and it almost it it, it almost never is about the sex it's it's so fantastic like even on this uh, this cruise just sitting around the pool talking with people sitting at the bar having drinks and just you can meet someone for the first time and all of a sudden you you chatted for four hours just because they enjoy each other's company they enjoy your company you're having a great time and it and knowing that you can say what you want and be who you are and nobody's judging you authenticity is so important yeah aaron and tim thanks so much you know we love being with you guys we love you guys as friends we love you too and uh, we look forward to spending a lot more time with you and all your friends and doing some more vacations together. So, so uh, let's remind everybody, this is The Sexy Lifestyle. We are Carol and David. And uh, we will talk to a couple of other couples coming up in a few minutes. Maximize your orgasms and just let go. The Throes of Passion Waterproof Pleasure Blanket guarantees to keep your sheets dry, no matter how wet it gets. From massage oils to lubes and beyond, we've got your bed covered. So just throw it down and get it on and get lost in your very own Throes of Passion. Then toss it aside and bask in the afterglow of great sex in warm, dry sheets. The all-new Naked Fleece provides a soft and sexy playscape, while the Stay Dry Barrier protects your bed, your couch, and even your carpet. It's machine washable, large enough to cover a king-size bed, and light enough to travel discreetly. To get your own Throes of Passion waterproof pleasure blanket, visit thesexylifestyle.com and order yours today. That's thesexylifestyle.com. Great sex starts now. are listening to The Sexy Lifestyle with Carol and David. Got a burning question or comment about today's show? Send an email to ask at carolanddavid.com and we just might be answering your question next. Now back to this week's show. This is The Sexy Lifestyle and we are Carol and David. We're here with our sexy friends Louise and Lou looking hot and gorgeous on this fun afternoon. Thank you guys for being here and talking to us on The Sexy Lifestyle. Thank you, Carol. So why don't you tell us a little bit about how you two sexy people met? I was recently divorced and met Lou about a year ago when my brother and sister-in-law, who are also in the lifestyle, introduced us. Her brother and her, his wife, I was doing threesomes with them. And they lived nearby. And you were a single gentleman in the yeah, lifestyle at the male. time? Yes. And he called me up on my way from work and he said, he says, what are you doing? I said, I'm on my way from work. He says, all right, my sister just flew in, she's getting divorced, she wants some fun, no strings attached, I said, I just got, just the guy for you, 
And we, can you meet us at 8 o'clock? I said, sure. So we met that night. She lived in Connecticut. I'm in uh, Stewart, Florida. So after that, she started flying down every month two months ago. Okay, you know, this is way too vanilla. You met the first night. Yeah. What did you do? Did you fuck? Did yeah, we fucked. Yeah, because, you know, we played with you guys earlier, and she's yeah. a big squirter. Did she squirt on the first night? I don't think so. She found her clit. She found her clit. Well, I found it. She goes, what are you doing? I said, I'm looking here. She goes, what is that? I go, it's your clit. She goes, oh, that feels really good. I said, your, your husband never went down on you? He, she goes, she goes, well, yeah, he did it twice, like 20 years ago. He's no good. So I told him to stop. I said, you don't play with yourself? She goes, no, no I'm a good Catholic girl. <laughs> Mind you, she's 46 years old. Doesn't know where her clit is. So, so, 48. So, Louise, Louise, let's just back up a little bit and talk about um, what Lou was just saying. You came out of a 25-year marriage, and you didn't know where your clit was? No, I, uh, I honestly had never had anyone touch it before. So you rediscovered your sexuality I when you met did. Lou, and yes. now your life seems to have changed quite a bit because you dove right into this lifestyle. Why don't you tell us a little bit about what is this type of lifestyle you're in? How do you describe it? Oh, gosh, it's very open. You meet a lot of uh, wonderful people. We uh, are full swap. We're a full swap couple, what's known as a full swap couple. We... Um, same room, separate room. We have we have no rules, so that's so anything goes. You want to just have a whole lot of sexy fun. That's it. We're very open-minded. We we're not very picky. We enjoy all kinds of people. So, and I added to her when she moved here. She goes, so what are the rules? It's, you know, I'm gonna be here all week. You know, like seven days a week. Before it was just weekends. I says, well, your sex drive is way higher than mine. So during the week, you know, I'm working. I said during the week, you can. Do your own thing. I says, but I can't promise you I'll fuck you during the week. So I'm just, when I'm in work mode, I'm in work mode. So I'm usually too tired during the weekend anyway, during the week. So I usually just play with her as a couple. So Louise, I, I want to go back a little bit to your, after your 25 year marriage, you met Lou. He introduced you to the lifestyle. Being in a monogamous relationship, married for 25 years, you obviously didn't have a great sex life. You did. You you finally found your sexuality, and which is great. You know, Carol and I have been together. We're on second marriages, and we too found this amazing sex life together. But what was it like the first time you, instead of fucking your partner? You had another couple involved in the equation, so you're you're from 25 years of with a person you didn't have any or, and, and definitely not great sex. Now you found a partner who you have great sex with, and he's going, "Hey, babe, let's go fuck somebody else." How did that feel? It was very interesting. It was our uh, actually our second time together um, that we went to uh, a local nightclub, and uh, my very first experience with another couple with him. Um, I had had one prior with another couple without him. Um, it was it was fantastic. I, I honestly can say that I had no inhibitions. I had no there was no jealousy. I mean, normally couples, you know, in a monogamous situation would be dealing with jealousy. Um, it was just all about pleasure and seeing him happy. I absolutely love watching him fuck someone else. 
I so love seeing him. We certainly experienced you in the playroom, and we know how comfortable you are today, and that's a big change for you in yes. just one year, I guess, yes. right? Yeah. When you were with your, with your husband, were you a screamer then, too, or just a recent development? I never screamed before. No. I want to know about the squirting, because I love squirt. Carol's a big squirter, and um, when we played together, you squirted as much as Carol did, and what was that like the first time you did it? You didn't know where your clit was, and now you're this multi-orgasmic, super squirter, ejaculator type person, and I can tell from experience that you come, you squirt by the gallon, <laughs> and it comes again and again and again. And, you know, a squirting is, is very, uh, the female who drives it, it comes from your head, you have to be able to let go. So, you know, I'm hearing that you, you found your sexual freedom, but how did you, for the first time, just let go and let all this fluid just come out? You know, David, I honestly, I don't know. I think from the start, uh, because I was ending a 25-year relationship, that it was, it was troubled for a really long time. So when I finally ended it, I felt incredibly liberated. So that was step one, you know. So then when I got into the lifestyle and I started, it's very open. Everyone was very open. It, it, it was easy to be myself. There were, I no longer needed to pretend where my interests were um, about my sexuality. And I think that it was just that environment, just the environment alone is really what helped me open up. And you felt safe with Lou. He made you feel very comfortable. And of course, he was very skilled, so. (laughs) (laughs) I might vouch for that one myself. (laughs) Yes, you experienced that yourself. I read Cosmo. (laughs) Now, your relationship was a new relationship a year ago, and now it's obviously evolved very much in the lifestyle. But what about your time together as a couple? How has that evolved? In the very beginning, we didn't actually spend a lot of time alone as a couple. We were usually out or with other, you know, at parties or at a nightclub. Um, yeah, so over time, we've kind of dedicated at least one night a week to just the two of us uh, on the couch. Usually Friday nights. Yes, yes. We, we try to... We Saturday night's date night. Date nights with other couples. So Friday night is our couple night. Saturday nights we're out. And you guys have become friends. We were friends from the start, actually. Good. I think that's probably why it works so well. The sex is good. We were good friends. Yeah. So if you were to meet a newbie couple in the lifestyle and they really didn't know how to stay sexy, what kind of advice would you give them from what you've learned? To stay sexy? Yeah. How could a newbie couple stay sexy in the lifestyle or, or do something more and fun and exciting? Well, just in and of itself, it's exciting to be with another couple if they're, new, if they're newbies. I just tell them... Set out some rules and go over scenarios in your head. Like, like uh, you know, you go to the bathroom, we're at the club, and some girl wants to blow me. What do I say to her? Wait till my wife comes back or let her do it or make sure they got validations because some people don't always look like their pictures. Meet them out in public at first, and if they look good, you go from there. So, but, so Louise, I want to hear from you, okay, because you're new into this. Lou has been in this, obviously, for a long time. And, and you were brought in as a, a person who was really, uh, you came from this, this relationship that, that wasn't good. What would you tell another woman who was coming out of a bad relationship and who wants to find her sexuality? What are the steps she would take to 
get into not only a great relationship, but wanting to do a threesome or something bisexual with another woman, and just exploring those boundaries and pushing those limits. Honestly, David, I think it's really, it was very simple for me. I think the first thing you need to do is get comfortable with your body. And that's what I really liked about the lifestyle. Uh, I was never comfortable with my body. I was raised in um, an environment with five Italian brothers, an Italian mother. I was taught to cover up, for example. Uh, I'm wearing a bikini this week on the cruise uh, for the first time since I was 10 years old. So that's, you know, that's 40 years of no, you know, not feeling comfortable in my own skin. I think for any woman, no matter her age, she needs to be comfortable in her inner skin. And the lifestyle really helps. I think it helps women feel comfortable. And did you start masturbating? I started masturbating about two months after I met Lou, honestly. And I think, you know, some people say, yeah, we met in September. I started in November. Some people say you need to play with yourself in order to know how to feel pleasure having sex. I, For me, it was the other way around. I feel like I had never had really good sex. I didn't know where all the good spots were. So when I first started playing with myself, it took a lot for me to make myself orgasm. It was following the lead of, you know, the sex I had had with Lou or others to know where to touch, to how to make myself feel good. Sounds like you had a good teacher. Oh, he's the best teacher. We joke a lot that he was my mentor. I'm his grasshopper. (laughs) Yes, I'm your life coach. The voice of reason. So um, before we sign off, I mean, Louise, um, you definitely found a, a great partner in Lou. What is one thing that you could tell our listeners out there, women, men, that they can just do tonight in a good relationship to make sure they keep it spicy? Oh, I mean, I think you just have to uh, communicate. I know it sounds trite, but, you know, communication is key. And, you know, I told him just two weeks ago, we tend to, we both are a bit of creatures of habit. And so our sex is, is pretty... Every week, we, we, we like certain positions. We do, we repeat certain things. And I just wanted to make sure with him that he didn't get bored. But just talking about it, the communication, I think is, is key. Absolutely fantastic. That's why our show is all about keeping it spicy and living happy, healthy, and horny. This is The Sexy Lifestyle. We are Carol and David. So we hope you enjoyed those interviews with our sexy couple friends. You got a little bit of insight into us and the people we've met and the great sex we've had over the years meeting these great swinger couples. Uh, We had a great time on the STC Caribbean cruise and hope you enjoyed this show as well. So every week we're learning more and more with all our fantastic guests, some of them sex experts and some of them just friends of ours. And we hope you do too. And remember, great sex matters. And you deserve it. And we encourage every couple to make a point of learning more about sex and sexuality and all the different ways to spice up your sex life. To find out more, go to our website, thesexylifestyle.com radio show guest page, and see all of our amazing sex experts. Click on their link and contact them if you need more advice. Well, that's it for our show today. Thanks to our real swinger couples, Heather and Jim, Aaron and Tim, Lou and Louise, and especially to you for listening. Remember to sign up on stc.com for one month free. You can use our promo code 30314. We have some great events and trips coming up. We look forward to the Burlesque Ball in Montreal, March 17th, where everybody gets to dress up in those super sexy burlesque costumes and enjoy a lineup of burlesque performances starring the Queen of Burlesque, Roxy Delight. 
and will be joining SDC's erotic escapade to the magnificent island of Crete. It's coming up soon, April 28th to May 3rd. And, Can't wait. And then we'll be sailing on the Crystal Symphony cruise ship up to Alaska with luxury lifestyle vacations for the Alaska Splendor Lifestyle Cruise, June 17th to 24th. If you're looking for an upscale lifestyle event, then join us on this sexy cruise departing from Vancouver and sailing up the Inside Passage deep into the wondrous wilderness of Alaska's remote landscape with other like-minded sexy front friends. Right after Alaska, we'll be in Barcelona to check out Oops, Oops. Lifestyle Club, <laughs> June 30th. And then on to Cap Dag, the naked city in the south of France with SDC from July 2 to July 10. Join us on this amazing lifestyle experience. And of course, as the reigning queen and king, we'll be getting naughty at Naughty in Orleans, July 25th to 30th. And for more information about these trips or anything else, visit our website, thesexylifestyle.com, or send us an email at ask at carolyndavid.com. Join us again next time for another hour of The Sexy Lifestyle, where we'll be talking with Dr. Nancy Sutton-Pierce all about your yoni and you, and to thy yoni be true. We are Carol and David reminding you to spice up your sex life and live happy, healthy, and always horny. Stay sexy, everyone. Until next time. Thank you for joining Carol and David for this week's edition of The Sexy Lifestyle. We've got another one lined up next Thursday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. This weekend is just around the corner, so try something new, spice it up, and you just might have the best sex ever. 